0: it is another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast good looking out for checking out the show I appreciate it big up to Tracy McMillan she's a new listener who found out about the show on Twitter she really liked that episode I did the most recent one with Joshua Michael who was on the Walking Dead so big shout out to her thank you Tracy appreciate the support wanted to also give a shout out to Jason Warner Smith who played Gavin on the Walking Dead his character worked closely with Joshua Michael's character Jared as Saviors on the Walking Dead and he had retweeted about the episode which I appreciate but what I really like what he did was uh, Joshua's talk about how Greg Nicotero for his uh, playing of the ghost who was haunting Morgan. Greg Nicotero's vision was from American Werewolf in Paris and Jason actually posted that clip on Twitter so that it's there and I was like that's really cool that he did that. It means he listened to the episode which is already cool enough for me that he was even listening but that he posted it on there so now I have a clear idea of like what the innovation was for doing that character and the way they did uh, the ghost coming back haunting Morgan with Jared. So really cool. Check that out. It's on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at DJ soundway 75 and and at Infinite Banter, and you will see that clip. And in case anybody was wondering, Joshua was talking about in that episode a song he was singing on, for a character he played on The Outsiders. He was going Cherokee, people, whatever that was. I looked it up. It's from Paul Revere and the Raiders. So it's super old, um, but it's... Yeah, in case anybody was wondering, that's the name of the song. That's the name of the group that sang it. And uh, we were joking that Joshua's uh, group, Look Mexico, would probably never cover that song. And it's okay. It is what it is. You know, it's not really my thing. As you guys know, I'm a hip-hop guy. And that's what today's Show is about. And if you have not heard that episode, go check it out. Talk a lot about The Walking Dead. He has some cool impressions. Uh, his Arnold, I <laughs> mean, him do a little Arnold thing back and forth. It's really funny. So uh, definitely go check that one out. As well as all the episodes that you could hear on all digital platforms like Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Apple. Podcast, CastBox, Podcast Addict, all of them. Anywhere you find your podcast, you can find this show there. Follow the show on Twitter, at Infinite Banter, on Instagram, at Infinite Banter Podcast, Facebook, Infinite Banter as well, and then YouTube, just search Infinite Banter. Clips from past guests are there, and you can hear about the show. Clips from past guests are on there on YouTube, so feel free to check that out. Today's show, we're going to talk to my man, Channel 7. He just dropped that new album, Universal Law, with Dre Cobbs and my guy, DJ Real One. Real One and Dre Cobbs have both been on the show before. So I'm really excited to talk about that record, play a couple songs from it, and uh, Infinite Banter gets a little shout-out on there. We got a track on there. They take a clip from me and Dre Cobbs, put some music on it, Real One did his thing, so we'll definitely check that one out as well. So stay tuned, talking to Channel 7. He also has a podcast, so can't wait to talk to him about everything he's doing and his new album, Universal Law. Before we do anything, before we play music from the new album, Universal Law, before we talk to my man, Channel 7, the show never starts until the one and only, the legend, the king from Queens, DMC, says this.
1: Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I-B, Infinite Banter.
0: Alright, before we talk to channel seven, let's go ahead and play a song off the new album Universal Law with Dre Cobbs and DJ Real One. This song right here is called From Your Hearts on the new album Universal Law. Find it on all digital platforms. Check out this new one. On the other side of this, we will talk to the one and only channel seven here on the Infinite Panzer Podcast.
2: I spit it from the heart I'm about to laugh you niggas I gave y'all a head start I'm about to take this rap shit apart It's like a seal swimming with a shark I remember when I used to rhyme in the park Now I'm transformed and I found the all spark My dark skin, that's the God's mark I was given a gift Drake, Cobbs and Leon It's like Luke Cage and Iron Fist The cops want you to resist It's a bunch of boys in a hood That went out like Rick Yeah. You live forever Whoever been shot by the crooked oh, cops
1: Yo channel you. 7 how we shoot back. Right. Hug up with the mellows when I slide, peace sign when I dip All my niggas be like, ooh, when that clutch rip It's real love, Mary J, no fuck shit We older now, some of us used to buck shit, really was with the dumb shit Some of us had big dreams and still ain't done shit I still love them though, put nothing above them though And everybody to call you bro Ain't your brother, yo, hey yo I've been chiefin' on cowboy, you got me more than high Borderline mortified, mentally I'm fortified. You ain't fresh, you a maggot, boy, that mean you sort of fly Take me for a joke and die laughing. Tracy Morgan guy Trust me when the topic is bread, that shit can go awry Open me up, find him, them, and I Size multi-faceted, Siamese, Gemini Dump a load of squishes, start thinking like that fishing guy
3: Brother,
2: need your help, that can't you see Oh, he's got to have it
1: But deadly, I'm with metlies. I'm kinda of a gently, my nine is directly in line with your headpiece. Boy, don't get yourself blown out of the designer Giuseppe's. My mind's a machete, the rhyming is deadly. Look, all the guys eager down to ride and they ready, my nigga. Guns are plenty, we'll slide with a bevy. She fine she sexy, the whip slick. Her mind was confetti. She say your sex drive slow. Mine was a ready stop, niggas better catch, catch up. Fuck with Dre cops, shout seven. Oh, he's got hey yo Cobbs hit the gas.
2: Yo, I speak that hustler spit. Compared to Mitch, gun in the 007 compartment. Shit, before I starve and shit, I come back like Moses with two bricks in a stick. Jordan celebrating the chip, got Chicago lit. I give you lyrical shit for weak stomach niggas that can't have a bowel movement. This the head knock, nigga. It gets the crowd moving. I'm like Q battling for the juice. You say you nice, nigga. Show the proof. I treat niggas like G money on the roof. I told y'all I'm the fucking truth. Yo, when I look in the mirror, I see a god. When I Look at you niggas, I see frauds. Tight clothes dress wearing niggas wanna be broads. You niggas wanna be hard. They got the nerve to get on the mic and have no bars. That shit'll get you scarred. Pick another lane, this shit is ours. Weed out the job. I'll put your mind with the stars. That can't just see. Always gotta have it. listening to Drake Cobbs, man, DJ Soundwave, Infinite Banter, official.
0: Are right, you're checking out the Infinite Banter podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, a.k.a. Mark Jalv, and I am pleased to be joined by, you know, I, DJ Real One Andre Kaza both been on this show. So you got to have the third member of the Trinity, the one and only new album, Universal Law. My man Channel 7 is on the podcast. What's going on, Channel 7? Hey, what's going on, man? Good, good, man. That Universal Law album is just, dude, straight heat, man.
4: Yeah, gratitude, man. Like I say, um, yeah, Real One, man, he, he, he was kind of like uh, Optimus Prime for the whole thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he, got, he got me and Dre together and, you know, he threw all the beats together. And it just turned out, you know, what I consider like a classic underground album, you know.
0: I hope uh, Real One gets that reference because I don't know if he knows about Transformers or anything like that. So hopefully he knows what optus uh, Prime uh, is.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm an 80s kid, man. Uh, I, you'll probably hear a lot of 80s and 90s references
0: out of me. No doubt. And that's why I call myself Soundwave because of the, you know, Transformers and all that growing up as a I kid. I
4: Soundwave I'm just putting that together. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know,
0: it's the, the boombox, you know.
4: <laughs> right, right, right. That's
0: dope. Man. Well, I'll talk about the album, but, I, but I want, now since you brought that up, man, What what is your 80s cartoon growing up? Like, what was it, a couple that you used to watch?
4: Oh, man. Um, so, uh, G.I. Joe, anything that had Hasbro at the end of yeah, it. Yeah, Mask. You know, come on, ma- um, did you say Mask? I did. Oh, come on. I thought I was the only one that remember that. Well, it,
0: it was the one that nobody oh. talked about, but yeah. <laughs>
4: Remember Centurions, uh, Robotech, GI Joe, Robotech, Voltron, um, Transformers. It was even it was one that they made a bad movie out of. I don't know if you remember Jim.
0: Oh God, it was yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they made a
4: real bad movie out of <laughs> but I actually. <laughs> Like I actually used to watch that man. She touch her touch her earrings and like like the band would turn into like a superhero uh, crew or something like that. It's funny. I never thought oh. I'd talk
0: about Gem on here, but uh, shout out to you for bringing it out, dude. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey man, like I said, when it comes to cartoons, bro, that's that's my biology, man. I still hit on YouTube like just for the nostalgia, just for the nostalgia, just to get that vibe again, you know.
0: There's a guy on Instagram, I think his name is Milo the Cat. Have you ever seen his videos where he'll take hip hop verses yeah. and put them with cartoons? And I just got one recently I mean, where he did like Megatron. Oh, I'm trying to remember what cart- who was the voice. I think it was RZA or something. It was crazy.
4: I'm a big fan, man. Whenever he puts something up, like I saw he had a he mashed up, a, I want to say Ghostface with, um, uh, Cobra Commander or something like that yeah. I, I can't remember the exact mashup that he had but it was pretty
0: yeah, I'm a big fan of that guy yeah he's he brings it every time man salute to him oh yeah I just saw one the other day it was Junkyard Dog from the wrestling cartoon with West Side Gun which is perfect because those dudes love wrestling so. wow
4: <laughs> oh yeah that's that, that's right up uh west side of the alley man um yo, the whole wrestling thing
0: <laughs> without a doubt man so talk about you know hip-hop game here how long you been doing it when did you first get started you know how'd you come with the name channel seven
4: um well i've been doing the hip-hop thing for i mean i'm, I'm hip-hop to my bones man like you know what I'm saying like some cats yeah, <laughs> they think that's all i talk about man but uh it's really all uh, other than uh, sports and hip-hop man you know the outside of the family life i really don't care about much else you know? <laughs> there it is <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah, but uh as far as hip-hop like i say um i, I, say I started running in, like mid-90s i'll say as soon as my boys um uh, uh my boy kevin man at 7s Y, you know we kind of grew up together you know, okay that's production company and um he he hit me with the first gangstar tape. He hit me with uh Step in the Arena. I heard Guru and you know, I just started writing. You know what I'm saying? And that was like it had to be like ninety four. Um and I've been rhyming ever since, off and on. Not serious enough to, as I should have, but I've been rhyming ever since. And like I said, i the reason I'm thankful to Drake Cobb's a real one, because I, I really had pretty much hung it up. I'm like, okay, I'm early 40s now, like, you know what I'm saying? Who really wants to hear a 40-year-old rapper out right. here? How nice you are. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's like, you know, like, the real ones beats, and it's, I do what he does with his drums, but they're so intoxicating. It makes you just want to just go crazy, just get the pin, push the pin, and start spitting, you know? So that plus Dre Cobbs, his, his energy, he's such a... um he rushed with so much passion like you know what i'm saying it was i had he pulled me right back into it you know and the name seven the channel seven thing you know it, it trust me it didn't start with that it started off it's corny like anybody else you know what I'm saying? it was like uh i was trip g okay you know what I'm i heard worse and though then don't, then, don't even
0: sweat it man
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm telling you man.
0: i think i think that's i called myself cool. hoodie b in high school which is dumb as hell because to wear hoodies but <laughs> i didn't i couldn't rap for shit so i don't know why i even bothered <laughs>
4: I was still, by still 6,000s older. You said, said Hoodie B? Yeah,
0: because my middle initials B, you know, so I thought, oh, that sounds right. cool, you know.
4: It was the thing with the letter. They always had to have a letter. Yeah, exactly, years. in the 90s. <laughs> but, um yeah, but as I got older, you know what I'm saying? We're talking like 15, 16. As I got a little older, I started doing a little more, a little more reading and. The number seven just resonated with me, you know what I'm saying? Biblically, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a real religious guy, but I do know biblically um, seven represents completion. Um, like one more than six, which is considered evil. So I, you know, I kind of adopted that, like completion. I'm a complete, I'm a complete MC, you know what I'm saying? You hear a lot of drug talk, gun talk. It's not coming from my right. actual experiences, but it's what I have seen, you know what I'm saying? So I'm giving a complete street report. Completion. That's what the number seven, you know, so to be Channel Seven, like you're looking at the news. You know, I so said I bring you the street report.
0: Oh, cool. Because I was thinking that, too, like, wonder there's like a connection. I know it's something to do with John Drury or one of them like newscasters on Channel Seven or whatever. But
4: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much what it was.
0: And you know, when you talk about you know Real's drums and his and his beats kind of got you motivated. I heard the same thing about Dre. That Dre was you know he was he was ready to do something, but Real kind of pushed him. And next thing you know, Dre is like a beast. He, he can't stop him now. Now he's just ready to you know record and put out new material. And I'm guessing you're kind of the same way.
4: Let me tell you something about Dre, man. <laughs> the way this dude writes, <clears throat> at first he started off just freestyling. Like he didn't really write. He would just get in there and freestyle a whole song. Right. Easy. You know what I'm saying? But as we started like jumping, because you know his former album, you know he has an album out already before we before this one uh, that found the truth, which I think you guys talked on when he came on your show yeah, last time. Yeah, for sure. He started getting structured to his bars back then. You know what I'm saying? And he started writing whole songs. You know, it was like harnessing that all that energy. And now it's at the point where I mean, like I, I don't like he's through the roof. Like you know what I'm saying? He does, He has the same energy when it comes to writing when it comes to concepts, but now that he knows how to format his songs, it's like, I'm, he, I'm, I'm really saying that as soon as he gets, gets that time to shine, he, he won't be afraid of the light, you know, he's going to go through the roof. And I'm calling it right here, you know what I'm saying? Not just because I know him, but I've seen over the years, like I say, I I, I, I run a studio, so I, I see rappers every day come in and out, and you know what I'm saying, you can tell like that, that, that thing, that it, now, you can't really, like, right. quantify or put a new thing
0: on. Yeah. it has
4: the it you know? Like I say, it just sucks to with the whole corona thing. You know what so I'm saying? Things aren't moving. The industry, the game isn't moving the way things normally would. Society in general isn't moving. But if it was, I, I really think there'd be a lot of traction on this album. And his last one, I
0: think. What's that like uh, working? I, I've asked a couple people this, like, during the pandemic and, of course, the uprising and everything that's going on. Is it hard? I mean, obviously, it's not hard to get material because, you know, there's so much going on. There's a lot of things to talk about. But is it hard to... Cause you can't get to the studio, or you, you can't meet with your mans and, you know, record stuff, or what's it like during this era of being an artist?
4: From a creative standpoint, it's not hard. If anything, you got more, um, you got more uh, subject matter to touch on. From a, from a technical standpoint, it's still not hard. Like I say, the way, the way I like my sessions, I don't like a million people in the studio anyway, you know that. Right. You know, it's not my thing anyway. If I, I mean, I, I will if I have to, but I'm, but that definitely got shut out during, you know, in the last three, four months. You know, uh, but I mean, from it's, for me, the difficulty is more posed. Uh, the challenge is more posed as far as um, my promo. Like, you know, I can't just get out and move. Nothing's open. You know, Correct. nobody's like, I, I, just, I think I just saw they shutting down uh, shutting down the metro or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I saw that the other day, dude. And I seen so many shows there. That's sad, sad news.
4: And then that hurt my heart, man. I'm just... Metro, I love the Metro. I be like, can't even count how many uh, shows I've seen there. Um, but like I say, that's pretty much uh, I would, that's the the the, the networking. Um, a lot of events and um, and venues are, are pretty much stifled down to nothing, you know, because you know, social distancing, uh, lack of funds, because they can't hold events. So, like you say, uh, uh, the Metro is a prime example.
3: <clears throat>
4: like. How do you survive? See, you can't. You can't bring in revenue. That would be, I would say, the main thing that uh, Corona, that COVID, is uh, the main effect.
0: And the one cool thing I would say is that you and Real did this, and Dre jumped in later on on Instagram Live. A lot of because of what's going on, you got to be more creative in how you promote and how you, uh, you know, let people know about something. So when you guys did at IG Live to promote the release of the album, I thought that was really cool and kind of got the word out there a little bit.
4: Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's kind of forcing. You got no choice. I mean. Is either that, or it's just going to be you and your friends listening. Yeah, to it, you know? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Which you might end up being anyway, right? No matter what you do, no matter how hard you work to get people to listen. <laughs>
4: <True>. <laughs> A good point. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you you have to be. I, I've seen, I'm seeing some of the major artists doing whole shows on IG. Like, I'm, I'm in, the, in the future. I can kind of see like people starting their own websites and portals where you right. can. Where they can do their shows, like, but as you know, i like, I was thinking maybe things would open up, you know, with the summer. But I see the numbers are spiking back up, so I don't know if that's going to scare venues again, True. know, then and shut them down. I, I guess in the South they're a little more lax, so there's, there's there's still shows going on. They're a little more lax as far as uh, like restrictions as far as gatherings is concerned. So they're still performing now. Like, um, I saw a few comedians doing shows. Who was that in Nashville? Uh, was it DL Hughley? And he got um, COVID,
0: didn't he? I thought I saw in the news recently. Yeah,
4: he actually got it. Yeah, he passed out on stage. Yeah, man. Not just. I don't know if that was due to the COVID, but he did. I don't know as a byproduct of right. passing out. They found out he had COVID. Now, I say that to say he was actually at a live show with, with uh, a packed venue. In the south, so I mean,
0: the Dave Chappelle show that he did live was that in a farm? I don't know where he mm-hmm. did his.
4: Yeah, it looked like something like his property, maybe like like some large, you know, property or something like that. Did you see how far they were spaced out? Like,
0: yeah, like. <laughs> not even close together yeah. at all.
4: Right, that was pretty crazy. But
0: You're right, that might but, be the uh, new normal, cool man. Yeah, that's where we're at right, right. now. But anyway, I mean, so I, that being said, people can still listen to the album regardless. So Universal Law, oh, yeah. I want to talk about that joint that we played From Your Heart, that one right there, and you are talking about Dre being a beast. That last verse, I, I mean, <laughs> watch out, too. He's coming at you. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> man,
4: uh, <laughs> I think he said something like, uh, what do you say? I look in the mirror and see a god. I look at you guys and see frauds. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, like, yeah, he, he went crazy on that, on that verse, yeah, he, just, he wearing dresses. Deep, so He's coming after you. you. <laughs> yeah, that's like, That's his whole style. Very aggressive. And you know what I'm saying, like I said, I, I love it. It makes me want to rap. Side note, that beat was actually done. That song and there's another song on there called uh, uh, "Bitch vs. Queen." Those, that, those another one. Songs, yeah, those two joints were done by Leon Saint James. Shout out to Leon Saint James. Uh, he's like part of the part of the family, like too. You know what I'm saying? He he's he's crazy with his beats. Um, very soulful. And then, and like I say, real one has his crazy with his drums. So, you know, it was, we brought him in with those two beats. He threw those in kind of last minute. We jumped on it. Those two songs were actually done by Leon St. James. Let me give him his credit.
0: Yeah, that production's really good. And those listening to the podcast, you will hear that song from your heart. It's really, really banger right there. And uh, talk about the way that you and Dre, you know, work together. I mean, it's like, I feel like, you know, Dre's really, really hard. He's like a beast and you're a little more laid back. And together, I think you guys make a good combo.
3: Yeah, you
4: know, like I say, um, the one song I tried to match his energy, uh, but can't stop. That that one song, let me see if I can match his energy. I I rapped as hard as I possibly could. I mean, I think we did like three or four takes on it because my my, my throat started hurting. (laughs) You got that vein popping on the side
0: of your neck, right?
4: (laughs) Right, right, right. I'm like, how does this do this for for 16 bars on every song he writes? Like, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I try to like count. I try to like balance it out because he takes it to every track. And um, yeah, if I'm just doing me, it's, it's gonna be a little me- more mellow because that's just me, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, and I, you know what I'm saying. But that, like I say, I, I kind of when I'm writing, I kind of like go with that in mind.
0: You know what I'm saying? And
4: I don't want to smash people too hard. You know what I'm saying? Because if I come as hard as Dre does, like, ass yes, their ears are gonna hurt. Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just back to back bars, you know what
0: I'm saying? Eardrums popping uh, all over the place, man. <laughs> right,
4: right. Shout out to Drado, man. I he, like I said, but if, Cat, if it was all me, like Cat might fall asleep. So you know. Oh. <laughs> so we balance each other out. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, I like that joint. Uh, Bring on a change, too. That's at the beginning of the album. I mean, really, like I said, oh, this yeah. time that we're living in, man. These songs, they feel like they resonate. That
4: song, a uh, 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 shout out to Black Flight. Uh, that's one of. Uh, Another one of our guys, he he, he had a verse in that feature on there. But yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Like I said, I run a studio, so I get the young guys. I get the the gang gang, is what I call them. I get the gang gang guys in there, uh, <laughs> and you know, it, it, it keeps me really it keeps me hip to what's going on. You know, what I'm saying right now the the whole slang, the whole the whole vibe of the of the streets right now the, with the youth, the youth, youth. You know. So that's where that song came from. A lot of, I use a lot of slang that, that you know what I'm saying, that's relevant now, like intentionally, you know what I'm saying? So I, I hope Castle are hearing that thinking, oh, he's too old to be talking about ops and, um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: and
4: uh, clout and, and IG. And, but I wanted to touch them. I wanted them to feel it, you know what I'm saying, what I was talking about. And, I, and you know, like I said, I'm around these guys. And, you know, it's, it's sad because, you know, these guys are like, they're killing each other, but they're kids. You know, when they come in the right. studio, you know, or, or you know, a lot of times I see how they interact with each other. Like few the same dudes that are talking about one minute they'll be talking about, man, you know, we chased this guy around, you know, I think I shot him, I think I killed him. It's like terrifying and very dark conversations. And then the next five minutes they'll sit there like giggling and laughing at uh uh one of their friends because he's he was scared to kiss a girl. Like, you know, what I'm saying? Like, oh, you were scared, you know. I'm like, wow, these are still kids, goofy, silly kids, but they're talking about life and death situations. You know, I kind of like, you know, I'm saying, when I I saw that contrast, it it was almost like, like, uh, like, like terrifying and, and, and sad at the same time. You know, like. The killers, but they're poets. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they're kid, they're goofy kids, like they as they should be. You right. Know? And and a lot of people just don't understand that. They just see the one side. They just see the. They don't see the poetic side of them or how they express themselves, and they don't see the goofy nonsense that any other teenager would be going through. They just see the you know what I'm saying, the negative side. Which is negative. Don't get me wrong. Yeah,
3: that's
4: what that I, I kind of like that kind of I, I touched into that on the song Green little Change.
0: <laughs> yeah, the youth today, you know, they just don't have that perspective. I mean, that actually goes for all generations too. I mean, it's not like you know these kids now are just wild and they just started out like this. It's been like this for years. You know, young teenagers, they they wild out, they do things, and sometimes people don't understand. You know, these are still kids, and you got to teach them, or you know point them in the right direction but until then yeah they don't think of things differently than what we will because we're we're older oh, yeah. have kids things like that we're mature we've had things happen in our lives so yeah it's uh it's a crazy dichotomy that you're talking about where they had both sides of it like that
4: i call it chicago tradition man <laughs> there you go you're unfortunately, right unfortunately it's the chicago tradition <laughs> it's not new
0: man another uh banger on the universal law album that grime time that's a Chicago tradition right there. Being grimy. Oh, yeah. Uh <laughs> that record, man, I like that beat, man. It's like really like I don't know, like it's creeping up on you or something.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. I I saw a real one. That was about as dark as it gets, you know. That it's it so real uh real real uh, havoc of mob deepish. You know. <laughs>
0: Um, I used to call those beat stab you in the alley type steez whenever I'd hear it, like, man, this sounds like something to stab someone in the alley to. I'm not condoning that. Right, I'm right, just right. saying, you know, if you're going to do it, this is a song you right, want right. playing.
4: Look, if I'm, if I'm getting robbed, I, I want to get robbed to that song. <laughs> right. If Jason
0: Voorhees had an iPad or something, he'd play this. Yeah, <laughs> right,
4: right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's definitely dark, you know, um. We put those are the hints those bars you know they pull those type of bars out yeah Yeah, like real ones range is pretty crazy like his drums I don't know how he tweaks some drums but those drums are gonna be there on every song. Well, he's not sure. gonna
0: tell you. <laughs> he's, mm-hmm. oh, no. he's
4: not gonna All tell right. you the secret. He's, he's, <laughs> right, right. I've, I try, believe me, I've asked him. He won't give it up. He gives me some vague nonsense, but <laughs> but I see what he's doing. he's not gonna give away his, his, his recipe. I respect it. Without, without a
0: doubt, man. <laughs> I got to give you guys props for uh, that infinite interlude. And I did the interview with Drake Hobbs. Real put a beat under it. I'm like, dude, he's surprising with that one. I wasn't expecting it. So shout out for this idiot being on your guys' album. Hopefully I don't ruin it for you. Nah, but, uh... <laughs> man, <that's>, uh... <laughs> nah, I got
3: to
4: gotta show respect
0: for Oh, big up, man. For sure, dude. And I had this happen to me before. Dirt Platoon put me on. When I had them on the show, they put a clip. On their record, I was just geeked, man. I'm like, what the Who's heck? That? is Dirt Platoon from Baltimore. Oh, really? Yeah, the okay. beginning of their album. Like, uh, it's an interview I did with them back in like November, and it goes right, right into right. a clip from The Wire, which is like my favorite show, and it's just just really grimy, you know. It's Dirt Platoon, so I was just like geeked. Like two albums, right. doing this dumb podcast, you know. Salutes to you guys. Yeah,
4: the real one actually put me up
0: on those guys. Yeah, and they they did a song together, uh, "We'll Fuck You Up." That one uh, from a couple years ago. Real one to put a beat mm-hmm. together, and those guys just destroyed it, man.
4: It was dope, yeah.
0: And talk about stuff you did with Dre on his last album, Fountain of Truth. There's a song, um, Low Budget Environments. That one's a good one.
4: Yeah, Low Budget. That was that was one of the ones was we a little more socially conscious. That was one of my favorite joints off of his album. Um, I was honored when he asked me to jump on it, because uh, like I said, I've been... I've been trying to get those bars off, but I never had the right format to really do it. Cause most of the stuff I work on is more like just straight spitter bars type joints. And that and he gave me the, a chance to, you know, get off a little, get a, get a little knowledge off. Cause Dre is very, um, knowledge itself, very woke, if you will. Right. He was a, a, trend, a trending term right now. He's very woke, if you will. And so I knew I had to come with it because he's there in his, his knowledge. I'll actually learn a lot from him uh, and he, I oh, like to put it back in the bars, you know. That's pretty much it. And that's kind of when I started getting. That whole album was when I started getting like uh, up on on real one. Because the thing, the funny thing about it, real one I've known for almost twenty years. I never we I never knew he did music except for up till about four years ago. You wow. know, like because he played low key. Right. Like you know, we were going so hard. With the music, but you know, we're both like low key with the mu- low key with our music. You know, what I'm saying I don't like just broadcasting everybody because everybody won't understand that life, an artist or a producer's lifestyle. So I didn't know he was a producer. He didn't know I was an artist. You know, so when they finally came together, I was me and Dre Cobb were talking, and I didn't know they knew each other. You know, but it's me crazy. and Drake Kyle was talking about, yeah, it's crazy, small world. We were talking about making music. And he said, you know, I know this guy, Real One. He kept talking about Real One, Real One. And I just knew him by his, gov, you know, his government name. <laughs> you know what I'm
3: saying? I, you
4: know, so I didn't know the whole time he was talking about the guy that I know. You know what I'm saying? So when, they, when they, we put two and two together, I wanted to smack Real One in the face. I was like, yo, this <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> you're just putting this dope music out, and you tell me like, and then we, we just laughed at it, man. It was and, and and that kind of is what formed because they were already working on Cobb's album, The Found the Truth, and that's how like during that whole process when we kind of formulated the idea for Universal Law.
0: Yeah, Real's not a dude walking around, you know, like bragging and everything, and that's what's cool no, about no, him, no, like I'm that, you know. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> man. Speaking of bragging, uh, you have a podcast as well. I wanted to ask you about this. Yours is Something. called Sports Life and Hip Hop Podcast. Talk about that show, yeah. man, and what that life is like. Uh, what you guys talk about and all the topics you do.
4: Oh yes, yeah. Sports Life and Hip Hop on YouTube. We pretty much, I think the title pretty much encapsulates everything. We talk sports. I mean, we're all like um, crazy sports. Which sports hip-hop do you guys sports. like the
0: most? Which ones do you cover? Is it like Chicago sports, national.
4: Let me see. Well, I would definitely say national, but I mean. Coming from your background, it would score, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, like yeah, that's crazy. Well, like I'm, I'm definitely local sports. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm uh, any any type of local sports. I'm a historian when it comes to that. Yeah, national sports, just sports in general. Like uh, I, I probably, I probably say we focus on basketball and football. <clears throat> but like I say, we we can touch on pretty much whatever. Um, Rick is more. We got my my, my co-hosts are uh, Ricky Ricky Wade and uh, and Zeke. Ricky Ways, he's he's probably the I would say this. I mean, just specialist. Like you know, like you, I've said it on the show. Like this guy, you could throw any, you could throw any name out there. He'll give you his college.
3: Oh, I seriously? don't know why that's the
4: yeah. expertise. And then my and my guy Zeke tries to stump. We try to stump him all the time. Man. Like we'll just randomly throw like like uh, Michael K. Gilchrist out of there. You know, out just out of the <laughs> random throw it out there. He'll drop the college, without hesitation, drop the college out there. I don't know why it's college. I don't know why that's. It's pretty crazy, man. But, yeah, pretty much we just talk touch on everything that's current, pop culture, sports, and hip-hop, man. Um, And and it's fun. Like I said, we started off on SoundCloud, and and, then we just had the idea, let's go, you know what I'm saying, a a different route where to try to blaze a new lane. Because I know there's a lot of... um, Platforms for podcasts in general, like that are a lot, probably a lot more, a lot more uh, conducive to a podcast than YouTube. But we figure we do something new, something different. You know what I'm saying? To get to the visual, to the to the voice, to the you know.
0: And talking sports now is not easy because there are no damn sports to talk about. I I sure so don't give a shit about golf. Uh, so I, I don't watch it. I would never talk about it. But yeah, until hockey or basketball, football get going or baseball, whatever, there's really nothing to talk about. But you could talk about what will happen when they do come back or should they come back? And that's a topic itself. But
4: Yeah, man, it's, it's pretty, man, Corolla is touching, it's, it's touching all aspects of life, all all aspects of life. All what can you name that the Corona doesn't touch? I, I can't come up with it. You know, like he, and then, like I say, the sports world is being decimated. And that, like, like I just saw today. You know, what I'm saying I thought the NBA was kind of had had it down. This guy Adam Silver. You know, salute to him for trying. You know, he's you know he's trying to save his brand. Right. With the budget, but I just found that I was looking at the news today. They said 16 of the 300, what, two players are, 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 are COVID positive. So it's like they had to specify, but what happens when that, when one of those 16 are LeBron or, or, right. or Giannis? You know what I'm saying? When it, what happens when it's a major player, you know? And I saw so,
0: Vince Carter just said, I'm good. I'm going to retire now. I'm not even going to try and play. <laughs> I'm good.
4: <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> he said, I'm like, look, I don't need
0: this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much uh, so
4: Shout out to uh, Vince, man. Long, what, how long? 20? 20
0: 21 years? Yeah, you, know, you almost forget he was in the league still because he's been around so long. I think of him like Frank Gore. Like, he just said, dude like every right, year. Exactly. He's like still on a team. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's still contributing, you know. But Vince Carter, I, right. I mean, obviously when he first came up with the Raptors and everything with the Dunks and all that, he is one of the all-time greats. And he'll definitely be in the Hall of Fame, uh, the the second thing they, they wanted to put him in, he's ready, you know, he'll be in there. Oh
4: yeah, definitely the Hall of Famer. Um let me ask you this, do you live up to the height?
0: That's that's the one thing oh, I would thing. I would wonder about him because when he first came up, like I said, he was kinda of like Sean Kemp, you know, had all those moves around the basket and was dunking like crazy and was so super athletic. But uh, did he win a championship, right? Or I I don't he never got a chip.
4: Never got a chip, man. That yeah,
0: a, that's always I a hard always one to overcome.
4: Him, I always saw him as a as a um I wouldn't dare go as close to saying Mike, but I always saw him as a as a cornerstone player. <clears throat> it didn't work out in in, in Toronto, and, and the fact that him and a baby T Mac on the same team, you know, that was, and they yeah. did not make that work. Right. Was like, to me, I mean, he was so much more than just a dunker. You know, he he had game. He had, a, he, had he was an underrated defensive player. He had had a shot, he could shoot, but I don't know if he could galvanize, like, troops, you know, if he was, like, a real leader, like, you know, we can could make others around him better, so.
0: When you think about that stuff, you think about, like, MVPs and championships and, you know, those... That's where you start to really put him on the next level, and I don't think he... He's he's right there, man, but I don't know if he's on that, yeah. exceeded that level that you really thought he was going to show when he first showed up in the league.
3: His whole
4: career, I would say he was a, a top 10 player, but not never cracked the top 5, you know?
0: Right. Which is really good. You
4: know, was, <laughs> but, that top 10 is unbelievable, you know? there was those top 5 that were getting the chips and, and, and etching their way into, into that Mount Rushmore, you know?
0: What'd you think of the last dance? Did you watch that whole series?
4: Watch the whole thing, you know I, I hate sounding like 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 an arrogant Chicago person here it comes in that
3: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> get ready
4: <laughs> I mean we thought it all right we, we, we knew it and nothing like this blew me away you know like um I will say i was i was I was surprised but I mean it was de- definitely nostalgic like I mean like I, could, I I was tuned in every Sunday like everybody else, but um. The only thing that just kind of like blew me away was I would say probably was the fact that Phil actually had a chance to to, to keep the thing together right um I was always under the under the impression that uh, it was just uh Krauss didn't want to bring him back and he couldn't get over his uh, issues with um with Phil and that was it he you know what I'm saying uh uh Reinsdorf took Krauss aside and no Ronsdorf actually asked so <laughs> you know like right. Let's make it happen. I'm actually under the impression that they wouldn't have won i am I'm I'm it's not I'm not gonna say wouldn't have, but it's not a foregone conclusion they would have won another two, three, four championships just like some like some of the Chicago homers would say, Oh, they he broke up, they would right. have won nine, nine through ten more. No. Nah, that team was old. Mike was Mike was, was still top five, was still the best player in the league, but we had another year of attrition. True enough that there, there was a, a um the strike year so he would have got some rest of very next year scotty he, he had back fusion surgery and, and was never the same um Rodney, would he play another what 18 19 games yeah he wasn't, he wasn't much so, yeah yeah you know so i'm not 100 percent sure they would have just won two three more like they may not have even won hey but i could see them coming out of the east uh because that was a pretty weak eastern conference but
0: but in the West you had like the Lakers coming up and the Spurs and teams like Sacramento. Like I don't know if they would have gotten past those teams.
4: You had a young young rookie Tim Duncan, prime uh, David well, end of his prime, but still it's David Robinson. You had and, and you had Popovich, you know what I'm saying? So
0: we'll never know.
4: You, could combine, <laughs> you combine that. You look at the way it, the way to uh, the golden state that the Warriors had in their four in their their four straight championships. You know, like not championships, but uh championship series right you know like that's just wear and tear like even with the bulls like that's that would have been their fourth consecutive championship just just the war of attrition would have, would have just you know like took its toll. so
0: i think the main thing is just it's hard for us to basically accept the fact that they were never given a chance to to lose a championship like they they won all of them so i guess that's a good thing for the folklore of it all right Absolutely. but if they would have went then cool. next year and they would have lost and maybe there been a little you know it wouldn't have been as cool you know because you could say Mike is six and zero in the finals, but uh, we'll never know, right. man. They never gave us that chance to find out, and it, it definitely—it's hard to imagine having a winning product and just saying, I don't want it anymore. It's, it's really weird. But that happens in sports all the time, in, in all of them. But, uh, yeah, it's, I was going to say about Phil, the way they treated Phil Jackson, it was like he was working a shift. This, this, to me, is like what it's like. They told him he's fired. And then at the end of the shit's like, oh, you can come back Monday if you want. He's like, nah, you already told me I'm done. I don't want to fucking come back well, here, man. <laughs> like,
4: right, right. You tell a multi-millionaire like, you know, he, he has some pretty rich contractors like this. Well, I mean, you tell a guy that doesn't really need the job from a financial standpoint, so now it's a, now it's about pride and respect,
3: you know, you so right.
4: disrespected me, you know. Then now you're coming back. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Yeah, it's not yeah. happening. And especially a guy like Phil who has all types of other interests and you know.
0: Yeah, that this is, <laughs> it's not working.
4: Right. <laughs> yeah. wasn't he, he was I think he was dating uh Jimmy Bush on the Yeah,
0: she was like man, yeah. like twenty years younger, or probably more than that, I don't know. <laughs>
4: Come on, man! He got his new chick. You know what I'm saying? You he, Yeah, he, dis- motorcycle. Dis- he's good. All right, right. I got, a, <laughs> I got a new chick. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? So I don't need this. You know, you're disrespect.
0: Yeah, this, this little right. this little fat man's gonna tell me what to do. No, I'm good. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. Shout out to Cross though. Let I me mean, let's not
4: just, just, yeah. just bash him totally, man. He he put that team together, man. And right broke it up at the same time.
0: Yeah, no, he he built it. You got to give him credit for that. But the fact that he Undermined it so much too, like he couldn't wait to like stick Coach down our throats. And work obviously was a good player and everything, but you know he he had yeah. the, they, they. I like how they touched on that, you know, during the Olympics mm-hmm. and everything, and uh they had to take it to him, like you know, Tony. No, nothing personal, man, but this dude is, you know, basically saying you're better than everybody here. We're gonna show you how it's done. It, right. Little things I'm like that, much, you man. know, yeah. All
4: right, all right. I think Mike said it best. Like you know. You- you taking care of this guy better than your kids that you already got, you know. <laughs> so of course, they're gonna have
0: resentment towards them. <laughs> Without a doubt, man. <laughs> what else are you guys talk about on the yeah. podcast? You talk about hip hop too, right? So you guys talk about so, anything? I mean, any new music that's out, or just classics? Like naming your favorite MCs or favorite albums? What do you guys usually touch on with the hip hop oh, aspect? Yeah. I mean, we,
4: we we got our top fives. Um, uh, um, we we argue about the the, the music of today. I'm, I would say I'm more of a progressive hip hop fan, in that I'm definitely, I definitely love the old school, um, the golden era, the '90s. You know what I'm saying? From the Nas's, you know. I, don't get me wrong. I love the Big Daddy Kane's, the KRS Ones, but like it's just 100, my my, stuff, my era, where I was just like. Anything soft, I didn't even listen to R and B, man. I needed hip hop, one hundred percent bars, Timberlands. The you know, my whole style was it was back then. It was that era, the, the mid nineties. Um, put it this way, my top five was probably I got to go, Common, um, Prodigy. Guru and I hate to sound cliche, but Nas and Jay, that's my top five right there. You know,
0: a lot of smooth cats in that one right there, man. <laughs> Guru and Common, that's an interesting list, man.
4: These are guys that, like, you don't know say these young kids they don't know about you know, about uh, having to listen to the tape, they listen to your, to your tape, you know what I'm saying? And, and but you had to listen to the whole side before you got to the other side. You couldn't just skip. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was forced to hear that in every bar, every lyric and really learn what they were talking about. So, you know, the, these guys, like, really resonated with me. But with that being said, I'm probably, of us three, uh, Ricky and uh, Zeke, I'm probably more progressive than that. I listen to this new stuff, too, like um, the Lil Durks, the, the uh, King Von, the guys out of Chicago anyway. I, I'm not totally turned off by it. Like, you know, I'm not the old guy. I, I am, in a way, I'm kind of the old guy in that I don't right. want to hear that. Right. You know what I'm saying? The this new style, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like it's a few of them uh, are nice, man. I, if you if you give them a chance and you really listen to what they're saying, because I got a 14 year old daughter, so you know she she I listen to some of the stuff she has me playing, and when she wants to when we're in the car, she wants me to hear it. Ninety percent of it, I'm I'm probably ready to throw up, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a good 10% of it. I'm like, hold up. I, 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 could, I could ride with this. These, these guys are putting some, some time into their lyrics. Everyone's really right. saying something and coming she, with it, you know?
0: Does she listen to your stuff at all? Is she is she down with what you're doing?
4: Let me just go on the record and say 100% no. <laughs> 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 it, it hurts my feelings, man. I'm like, I'm going to make a song that she, she really likes one of these days, man. Um. Oh. But she's gonna she's she's definitely supporting. You know, I'm saying so she's looking support go. me. But there you go. You know what I'm saying, but um, trust me, she rather hear some little Dirk, Chief Keith, Roddy Rich, uh, throw any uh, whoever you want throw out. The, that's that's, that's what popping right now. She she'll definitely listen to him before me.
0: It's gonna be hard you know, to get somebody what? under the age of forty to care about Rock him. I, I get it. You know, what I mean, it's like <laughs> right,
4: right, you know. <laughs> I get it. I respect that, you know what I'm saying? Like I said to me, hip hop is kind of bridged the gap in that I relate to her more than I did with my mom. You know what I'm saying? She didn't want to hear any of this, you know what I'm saying? But because it's still hip hop, I do vibe with her music a little bit more, like than than you know, like she wanted to hear Anita my mom wanted to hear Anita Baker and, and Luther Vandross and you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and and, and Rat was just like, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying. But but I say that to say I I, I get the fact that she doesn't want to hear my my nas my elmatic she, does, she doesn't want to hear any of that. You know. And she might get
0: mad if she heard you playing like EPMD when Eric Summer is trying to sing like Luther Vandross or something like that. She's like, what the heck is this? <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. What? Did he just butcher it? I'm like, wow, no, nah, that's intentional. That's the thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you better stick the rap, but he can't sing for shit. Like I know. That's the point. That's a joke. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right, right. It's, 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 you're not getting it. Look, just, just, just take your record to get out of here. Look, please, get out of my room, please.
0: <laughs> Man, yeah. that's awesome, dude. Where can people find the podcast? You said it's on YouTube?
4: Yes, yeah, on YouTube. Uh, like I said, just put in Sports Life and Hip Hop on YouTube. Um, and we will, like I say, we will be expanding. Like I said, I'm jumping on the, Podbean soon. Just take the audio and let Podbean spread it out to all other formats. But right now... Um, yeah, YouTube, uh, Sports Life and Hip Hop.
0: There it is. And they can find you on social media, the the podcast as well?
4: Oh, yeah. On IG, um, you can add us at uh, SLHHpod, SLHHPOD. And then,
0: of course, the album Universal Law, it's already out there. People need to go cop it. Where can they find that record?
4: That's on all platforms, Universal Law. Usually, uh, if you put it in Dre Cobbs, it'll probably be the first thing that pop, pops up. Um, but that's on, that's everywhere. That's on your iTunes, your titles, your Spotify, your Google Plays, you name it. Um, Bandcamp, whatever you want.
0: You're about to get into this joint, So Good, off the album Universal Law. Set this one up for us, man.
4: Uh, so Good, oh, man. That's soulful. That's That's what real one. He really, really showed out on that one.
3: Man. The
0: beat
4: is so soulful. It's a vibe. Basically, me and Dre, we were just showing our love for the actual skill, the actual technicality. The technical skill of rapping. We just, we just, we didn't put too much thought into it. We just put bars down over a dope beat. You know what I'm saying? And try to capture that essence. And that's what it is.
0: And that's why it's so good, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast, dude. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, me and Real One go way back to like college days and like the late 90s and had Drake mm-hmm. Cobbs on here. So whenever those dudes are working on projects and they tell me about this one, I'm like, okay, Channel 7, I heard his voice on that last album. Like, I'm, I got to talk to this dude. This is the real. That hip-hop that I'm looking for, because, you know, I'm not, I'm one of them old dudes. I don't want to hear a lot of the new stuff. But there's some new stuff, like you said, that seeps in there, that gets in there, and I'll, I'll listen to it. But, you know, I'm more right, close-minded yeah, say, than I'm supposed to be.
4: Right, right. Trust me. I to say 90% of it, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, uh, you know what I'm saying, but, I give it a little shot, you know what I am saying. Like, right, trust me, I am that old dude too. Trust. <laughs> there trust it me.
0: is, man. <laughs> I,
4: and, I, and I appreciate it, man. Like I say, I am appreciative of, of uh, the platform letting us uh, jump on here. Yeah, push the album. Like, I just want, I just want people to hear it. Like people like, there's a market for for people like you and me. There's music for people like you and me. You know what I am saying? So.
0: Yeah, Just us a little more yeah. Yeah, we we need this stuff, man. Especially like I said in, in times like these, a lot of these songs on here and I'm listening to them like, man, it feels like important music for what's going on right now. So it's like a soundtrack to the nonsense and everything that's going on right now. So big up to you guys for yeah. putting out that that truth music, man. Universal law.
4: Oh, yeah. Definitely,
0: man. And thanks for coming on here cuz I got to oh, talk good. to myself if you don't do it. So big up for that too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. I'm sure, I'm sure they're kicking the doors out to get on there. Oh, uh, I
0: don't know. <laughs> we'll see.
4: <laughs> <I'm
0: in prison. laughs> man, big up again, Channel 7, for coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast, man. I appreciate it, dude. Oh, I
4: appreciate it.
0: Anytime. Thanks again to Channel 7 for coming up on the show here. Really appreciate it. Let's go ahead and play that song, So Good. Another banger off that album, Universal Law. Find it on all digital platforms. Here we go. So Good on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Dre Cobbs, Channel 7, DJ Real One.
1: Understand, the stairs, man, yeah. tip-off for my wife, man, life, man. I'm I'm like learning. Learning. Channel 7 was a real one before I met Cobbs Now we done clicked up and got rappers looking for jobs Got them retiring, don't be mad, Amazon's hiring You truly had to fight and you would follow your desire then But nah, you a bitch, you rather hit likes and in admire. mobbing Put us off, guess you a product of your environment My rap said light like when the truth unfolds Truth be told, keepin' the G, will move with a cold. I'll be sliding through these streets like grease Though with some Rome snitch stand for side, Nigga, I'm trying to come home And it's actors like that that I just can't condone Wish your daddy would've wore a condone I got some dough Real one, let's rock and roll It's hip-hop though Heavy metal for the people Like stretching and Bobbito If rap was a bitch She couldn't handle my libido I swear to God on Prodigy I love this shit Yo
2: Penmanship is scripture shit. You don't wanna be in Piper's Pit. Me and real ones beats, it'll be a funeral. Use your headstone as a urinal. Being black, they label you a criminal. E equals MC, you call me lyrical. Putting whack niggas in critical. Grinding every day, I haven't reached my pinnacle. All I have is my word and my balls, that's principle. My ancestors born to this land, they have the original All you new niggas sound predictable, don't make me spit the clip with you I spew it like I got the stomach flu, give it to your whole crew We got the pot cooked cooking like a stew, they never understand, they shaded a different hue I'm looking at the skyline from a lakeshore view You little niggas acting brand new, I'm grand pooba acting brand new I'm baptized in the fountain of truth
1: Internationally known yeah. to Roman Zone, yeah. this is Music G repping the underground army. You're tuned
0: in to Infinite Banter with DJ Soundwave time for you to leave, assholes. All right, Kirk Acevedo said it is time to go, So that is exactly what I am going to do. Thanks again to Channel 7 for coming on the show. Big up to him, Dre Cobbs and DJ Real One. Go check out that album Universal Law. I have it on my phone. It's on iTunes. It's on all digital platforms. You can find it on Bandcamp, Spotify. Everywhere you get your music, it's there. Go check it out. It's just a straight banger. Before we get out of here, I will play the Infinite Interlude, where they took my interview with Dre Cobbs, took a clip from that and put it with the beats, and uh, I never sounded so good over a record so (laughs) big shout out to them second time this show has been on a record Dirt Latoon put a a clip from my interview with them actually two clips on their album Get Your Hands Dirty and make sure you go check that album out too there's a lot of good hip-hop out there and speaking of good hip-hop music I woke up the other day and I saw there was a new Public Enemy song produced by DJ Premier and I just went bonkers I was like you gotta be kidding me it's called State of the Union and I played it a lot and you know you can't play it around kids there's a lot of cursing in it and I'm sure Trump if you ever heard it he'd be pissed off what more do you expect Public Enemy come coming out with new music in a time like we are in right now we need that kind of music and big up to public enemy and i see there's an album coming out the download is free if you go to their websites it's just a great song there's a video and everything so geek to see a new public enemy record is out there all right that's it for me i'm out of here until the next episode follow the show on twitter at infinite banter same for facebook at infinite banter instagram infinite banter podcast youtube to search infinite banter it is there listen to the show on all digital platforms as well as find universal law on all digital platforms Get that new album, that new heat, and that's it. Big up to Channel Seven. Thanks for listening to the show. The song is called Infinite Interlude. Obviously, I'm not playing it in the middle of the show. I'm playing it at the end, so I guess that's Infinite Outerlude or whatever the word would be. So, all right, thanks for checking out the show. Again, big up to Channel Seven. Check out that new album, Universal Law. Drake Cobb's DJ Real One, Channel Seven, all digital platforms. Until the next one, Infinite Banter. I'm out. Hey asshole, get off the road. That'd be my main beef. With the besides, I'm just not into it.
2: And another thing is, like, they also, like, they messed—they messed up, like, listening to the radio for me. Because, like, I don't even uh, since like they started yeah, this type of music came out, I have not listened to the radio like at all. I don't even listen to the radio. Period. Like back in the day when when, when I was growing up, you know, you had cats like Pink House. You know, you had a certain type of music on the radio. You know what I'm saying? You'd be looking forward to hitting that record button on your tape. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I wonder what they're gonna play tonight. You know? And now it's just like, dude, uh, same shit. They play the same record over, over, over again.
0: This man, you Why? are not you are not kidding, man. I mean, I grew up on the rap down <laughs> with Frankie J and Disco Dave, and then man. and then you get to uh, Ramonsky Love on the on the B side of the show, and yes, sir. yeah, Pink House, like you said, at 9:50 a.m. and uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And I used to make all the tapes, and then I would that would make me want to go buy the album or the cassette or the CD right. or whatever. And right. Damn, you know what? I I didn't even realize that. I don't play. I play V-103. For those who don't know the, who are not in the Chicagoland area, that's kind of like, I guess it's the older man's generation. I mean, I'll play like APMD mm-hmm. and I'll play like Smokey I mean, Robinson. You know, it's right.
4: And if I do listen to the radio, it, it will be something like that, like V-103 or something something that i can vibe
2: to other than that uh, i mean nothing to no radio station nothing like
0: that man i just i'm not into what they playing sometimes you know But what they should be playing is that found the truth album i mean stop sleeping go grab that album